Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Is it too late now to say sorry? Because I'm... It's not too late for Miles Sanders to win Rookie of the Year. Welcome to another episode of Sorry We Love Football, the show that before Sunday night thought that Kenyon Drake was a rapper from Africa. I am Eagles fan Daniel Hardigan. It's Dallas week. (laughs) It is Dallas week. It all comes down to this. Okay, great. Come on. As always, I'm joined by the only person I know who escaped Kansas City without becoming a juggalo, Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. That's right, baby. Total domination. All of that juggalo life. Coming together for a Super Bowl. Also with us today, a man who boldly guaranteed on this show last week that the Falcons would beat the 49ers. Whoa, really? Washington football fan Jamel Johnson. I called that. I called the fucking Titans. I called everything. I knew the Ravens were going to lose when I woke up Sunday morning. Are you t- you're taking the sweep in stride, Jamel. That's really nice fuck, of you. Dude. Joining us today is an actor, writer, reluctant prankster. His show, Prank Encounters, is on Netflix right now. Please welcome Seahawks fan, Doug Perkins. Hi, how's it going? When you say that out loud, it sounds real weird. When I typed it, it sounded fine. Reluctant prankster. <laughs> well, just the whole actor-writer thing. That just sounds gross. Own it, Doug. Oh, uh, yeah, whatever. Would you rather be reclusive prankster? Reluctant prankster? No, I like... Oh, reclusive. You, yeah, yeah. You Not, like a, not let like anybody a fairy, know. Like Who are you pranking when you're reclusive? I don't know. Maybe that intro was a prank on us. Oh, what? Kenyan rapper. Come on. That's good stuff. (laughs) Ouch. Come on. Dallas week off to a bad start. Yeah, it was decent. It was decent. I thought it was decent. Let's start the show. Danny Solomon, what did you hate about watching football this week? Oh, baby. I really (laughs) brought it this week. Uh, In fact, I did the opposite. I went very lazy. This week, I hated something very specific. Those Bloomberg 2020 ads. Oh, man. Okay. Are they Coming playing during through, the NFL they games? They are playing during NFL games. Haven't you been watching? I don't watch the commercials. Bloomberg has made a big ad buy betting on the NFL audience. Every time your team just gave up a brutal turnover in your game, you're feeling nervous, you're down three, you need this game to get to the playoffs, they cut to that horrible two-minute longer-than-it-should-be commercial break, and they're in your face is fucking Mike Bloomberg with his arms folded in a denim shirt. <laughs> Do you see those ads anywhere else? I haven't seen them anywhere else but during football games. And obviously, it's annoying how he just kind of jumped in the race and spent hundreds of millions of bucks on ads with dudes in hard hats giving the thumbs up. But what it really says to me <laughs> is what kind of boat we're in as football fans. All right, Bloomberg isn't dumb. He sees an angle doing these ads that we must not see. We're his demo, I guess. Like, there's us, you know, the the progressive, informed fans in small pockets around the country. But clearly, 
This thing that we love is dominated by stern Midwestern dads who think America's biggest problem is budget deficits, public school is welfare, and Colin Kaepernick created racism. <laughs> and, well, I, and I hope that it's just a ploy to get these guys to not consider wrong. not voting. So far, not wrong. Or, or maybe like writing in John McCain. Like maybe that's what they want these guys to do or some shit. But until I see my man Tulsi Gabbard following up the Bud Night on Sunday Night Football, I'm, I'm just going to feel nothing but despair watching this guy. He's still polling at 1%. He's too. at 5% in some polls, Doug. And that's only because he has his own cable channel. Welcome to our football yeah. show, Doug. All right. Yeah. <laughs> this is a Man. very hot. Man, Danny no, loves be... football. <laughs> <laughs> it's a part of it. We as fans, we need to do a gut check on who we are and why we're doing this and then proceed to enjoying and predicting the game. I think it's a fair point that Danny brings up. If I'm going to sit down in front of the TV for seven straight hours on a Sunday and be exposed to these Bloomberg 2020 ads, I may as well think critically about it for more than the split second that it enters and leaves my brain, which I usually don't consider it at all. And you know who else is running for president just based solely on watching football? Budweiser. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Yo, That's I'm who I'm for, voting for. In the primaries? Yeah. Vote platinum in the primaries for sure. Well, he's trying to. I think they're trying to get a monarchy started again. I think it's <laughs> subliminally right. trying to get us used to the feudal system. In America. <laughs> sure. And then we're led by Tom Steyer. I'd be getting the Tom Steyer ads. Who is that guy? During football? He's yeah. another billionaire. Yeah, man. What's the Tom Steyer selling him? He's very anti-Trump in a, in a way Bloomberg isn't. That's yeah. true. He's like, we need to go at Trump's neck, and I'm the one to do it. That's kind of his vibe. And what's ironic about that is Tom Steyer has a weird neck. <laughs> yeah, he does. It's a little long, a little baggy. He's got a baggy neck. Yeah. Uh, Jamel Johnson, what'd you hate about watching football this week? I hope I don't step on Danny's toes because I feel like one week one or two, you might have touched on this, but I don't care because it is what I hated more than anything. The goddamn NFL 100 music. Mm. I am tired of the NFL trying to <laughs> act like this shit is some sort of honorable, prestigious. Every roster has a rapist on it. Put the fucking orchestra in the closet, dude. Get some hip hop beats in here. Shut the fuck up. Oh, you don't like, like, it's like we're marching over a hill to go, uh, yeah, our attempt to conquer at, our enemies. Yeah, our no, I don't Glory lies right beyond that point. Yeah, and I'm watching Tampa Bay play. <laughs> Says nothing to do with the cello, dog. Stop. <laughs> I hate it. By the end of the night, I hate it. And when I hear the violin come in, I want to fight. Like, by that night game? It worked. No way. It worked in the old. NFL film. Yeah, space, it did. Like, yeah, that's good. The autumn wind is a pirate. That whole thing. Oh, that's the beautiful. autumn wind is yeah. a pirate. They yeah. cut the best part. The voiceover guy. He was the man. Yeah, they changed composers. I think maybe. Yeah, now Sam Spence is gone. <laughs> it's a new guy. Did you pull that up? No, I know Sam Spence. That's man. real. You remember? You used to be able to mow your lawn and listen to the autumn winds and feel like you're going to win the Super Bowl yourself. I no, not. you guys didn't do that. No. Never felt that. You never the NFL never once. film CD. No, you were you, you have the that? NFL film. Uh, I think CD. I ripped some of the the MP3s when LimeWire came were out. Making mixtapes <laughs> with NFL films tracks on. Yeah, dude, you yeah. have a problem, Dan. That's what the I off season was tough before the internet. Good okay? Lord, man. Jesus. Honorable mention to that uh, all time 100 ad where. Uh, Ray Lewis just was acting like super uh, humbled and honored over that, too. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. So you don't like that they invite these guys onto the show? Maybe leave them off? I don't like that. I don't like that Rich Eisen's involved. 
Uh, None of it. Okay. Rich Eisen once did this prank show that I worked on, and he was so upset that he was doing the show, he like called his manager in front of everybody and was like, can I not do this? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Rich, what the fuck's your problem, dude? You talk about sports plays. <laughs> It was, pretty, it was a pretty bold move, and I respected <laughs> it yeah. at the time because I feel that way too, but there's no one for me to call. Well, also, <laughs> Rich Eisen, you're not fucking James Earl Jones, man. Also, you, you say booyah after somebody dunks. Get, get off it. I mean, also, make that call in the bathroom or something. You know, make it before you show up on the set. Doug, what'd Is you hate about? Turn? Yeah, Doug, what'd you hate about watching football this week? Well, it's a personal Seahawks thing, but I hate that the Seahawks can't win a game by more than one possession. No, mm-hmm. they're yes. up thirty Except, to ten, yeah. and it seemed like it, you guys were going to yeah. have it easy. And there's the one game this season that they've won has been by more than one possession. That was against the Cardinals, <laughs> who they happen to play again this <laughs> week. But yeah, they let teams hang around, and it just, uh, it's crazy. There's no regular Seahawks game, and it drives me nuts. I just want them to win, like, 40 to 3 sometime, well, but they know. don't. They have, like, their defense is decimated is probably one of the reasons why. The other reason, Russell Wilson is a professional and a company man, and he knows a little something about ratings. Yeah, he's <laughs> a showman. Keep everybody on the hook. I know. It seems that way. As long as you can. And But I love watching Russell Wilson when he has to play, you know, like when he has to – get first downs and shit that's when the good stuff happens i felt a little of this too as a chiefs fan up until the last couple weeks when we've been dominating people but the i think the basic idea behind why it's so hateable is that the nfl game you're watching is just a constant source of stress and we've talked about this before yeah you just feel like just just horrid stress feeling throughout the game until it's decided and then the stress slowly subsides it's like it's like you know, a touchdown is sort of like when you have a migraine, you can take, you can finally take like an Advil or something, <laughs> and then it starts to slowly go down. But it's, yeah. it's you, you. There's no cure for it besides your team playing better. And growing up a Seahawks fan, they blew so many games and lost so many games in general, especially when they traveled to the East Coast and played the early games. They lost every single game. It seemed like growing up when they traveled east. But uh, my other thing I want to mention <laughs> was. Uh, I heard announcers talking about um, the NFL wanting to expand the season to 17 or possibly 18 games. Yes. And I think that's crazy, first of all. It seems like it's a pretty good length right now. (laughs) Uh, And for player safety, it's a bad idea. But then I thought of uh, another idea. What if every player only got to play 16 games? And so other players – like. So Russell Wilson had to sit a game out, yeah, and his backup had to start a game. Like that would be fun. It would be fun when uh, your backup quarterback for whatever team had to play a game, and like which team do you play that person against? I don't know. I think they did actually propose that. Oh yeah, and it was something like in the eighteen game schedule they would do two games of potential like you know sitting for the players, but then you got to fucking you got to draft like good backup quarterbacks. Instead of just grabbing some hump from Tulane in the seventh yeah. round, it's just—I mean, why think about that? I don't want to think about who my backup is. I kind of like—I kind of like the proposal because you can treat the first two games as your preseason and just say we're going to go zero and two, 
or you can try and win every game and go 16-0 and 0 and then just oh, punt yeah, the last yeah, yeah. two games. It does introduce a new element of strategy, which is the fun part about football anyway, is it's the best strategic game there is. This ain't fucking Settlers of Catan, all right? It's football. <laughs> yeah, that's the best goddamn strategic game. What about Stratego? Oh, Stratego. Forgot about that. All right, what I hated this week, <laughs> um, we've been talking about it all season, but I wanted to just do a farewell, was the end of the Raiders' reign in Oakland. Oh, yeah. They blew a big fourth-quarter lead. To Gardner Minshew. To Gardner Minshew, Wazoo legend. Go Cougs. The Black Hole did not take the loss very well. There were nachos and beers and drinks thrown. People were jumping onto the stadium, getting arrested left and right. Nachos on the field. Thousands of people showed up planning to get arrested. I think that was the plan, (laughs) win or loss. Yeah. Because what now? You're, there's just these drunken, confused skeletons and demon people with no nowhere to turn to. There's no team left. Because now but, it's not your team anymore. Oh, oh Jesus my Christ. God. It's the Las Vegas Raiders <laughs> I'm now. saying there's tens of thousands of people in Oakland who aren't going to fly to Vegas eight times a year to go support this team. They can't afford it. There's a void that is going to be left. We woke up today, and there's a loss in the league right now. And I think it's that football has left Oakland for good. And I just wanted to put a cap on that thing. I mean, this is sad. Have we I think any? it's sad. The Bay Area is one of the biggest markets in sports. It makes no sense that this is happening. I know Vegas is big, too. But, yes, Oakland was a super shitty stadium. But it's a bygone era. And you, I wanted. Are you running for Oakland City Council? No, I just like the Raiders in Oakland. It oh makes sense God. to me. E-40 isn't even a fan. <laughs> Who cares? Come too on, short dude. is, though. Where's too short on the matter? You has, don't, he, has he left a quote? If they were in the playoffs this year, you don't think E-40 is showing up in a Raiders jersey? I don't think he would. He's 100% showing up. He I think he's a man of integrity. No. Did you guys know that there was a team called the California Golden Seals? What? Oh, hell yeah. What league For is this? The NHL? That's not a weed company? In Oakland? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, you're looking up Oakland sports I was, I was, history? I was looking up uh, what teams are left in Oakland. And you're and, positive uh, that's not weed guns. They have the San Jose Spo- uh, Sharks, which kind of counts. Right, right, no right. thanks. Which is a big old no thanks. Yeah, and Oakland from lost the Warriors, too, to San Yeah, Francisco. that's what I'm saying. Oakland, which is an up-and-coming kind of awesome place, now doesn't have a major sports franchise. I know they can go to San Francisco, but... It is a cool place, but it's also a place that understands the humor and can unite behind the humor of warm, gooey nacho cheese rolling down Derek Carr's face <laughs> yeah. at the end of a terrible career-ending loss. They tried to make it happen, Doug. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. It would been smart <laughs> if they just turned the shit into a prison that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is some pretty uh, intriguing video yeah, of just, just put a lid on it. Just not knowing what to do. The game's over, and there's, there's, football is over, yeah. and the fans just rush sure, the field. The, mo- the moment the clock hits zero and they let the Jaguars out of the stadium, they just dome that shit. <laughs> just <laughs> just yeah. cover it, Fuck like, yeah. under the dome, Run and then nobody yeah. leaves yeah, until you've clips, served five years. You hear the fucking seal? <laughs> It would Clip? be Mad Max, like within a couple minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. or actually, a more dressed Thunderdome. Like anyway, this is yeah. Mad Max Three. I was I was thinking of the film Mean Guns, but nobody's seen it <laughs> besides <laughs> Doug. Oh shit! <laughs> but look it up, Mean Guns. <laughs> All right, uh, there's you know this is award season. Uh, mm. We're feeling that pretty hard, especially here in LA. The nominations are starting to roll out. People are making their best of the year lists. So we thought we'd play a game where we compare our favorite team to one of the big movies that came out this year. So we're going to try this. Uh, Danny, you want to start us off? I do, but I also just want to say you have to always open these segments with we're going to try this 
Like it's some kind of grand experiment that could fail. It never fails. It's always fine. I guess they have they all been your ideas too. I mean, what, you know, most, I'm trying most to bring something. Most of them. I'm trying to bring most something new besides just cold predictions. So here we go. Uh, so obviously, everybody who listens to this podcast, and we all we thank you for your patronage and for your love. And all of the likes and comments that you guys are going to give sometime Gracias. soon. Thank you, Dan. Uh, you, you all know that I am a fan of the Kansas City Chiefs. And this year, the Kansas City Chiefs are the Irishmen. It's, it's a pretty easy comparison if you think about it. The first hour of the Irishman, everybody who's seen it, that's classic Scorsese. The first hour, he gets it going right. You got the doo-wop. You got De Niro narrating. There's some mob guys in decent-looking suits, big fat ties, people getting whacked. You're sitting back. You're feeling like, okay, I'm in good hands. And same with the season the Chiefs started with, 4-0. We're you know, throwing bombs against the Jags, against the Raiders. We have that game in Detroit that we you know, got into a shootout, but we did the fucking hook and lateral. It was sweet. And everything looked good. Mahomes looked unstoppable. Then the Chiefs hit a rough patch. All right, suddenly the Chiefs are losing home games to the Colts, scoring only 14 points. Mahomes' ankle hurts. Then he loses his fucking kneecap. Meanwhile, we go on some bullshit detour about De Niro's daughter, and the Kennedys are around for like a scene, and Hoffa and De Niro are sleeping together, and Matt Moore <laughs> is starting big games. Right around, <laughs> right around hour two and a half, though. I haven't seen this movie. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> All right, just just cover your ears, because right around hour two and a half, when De Niro gets weirdly mad at Hoffa for calling a room full of guys idiots, and we lose on a blocked kick to the Titans, I'm thinking this whole thing is going to be a total letdown. But then, thank God, everything becomes clear in the last hour. Defense starts looking badass. Pesci tells De Niro he has to kill his best friend and sell his soul to the mob, and Mahomes is throwing it all over the field in a blizzard. And Andy Reid like Marty, knows how to bring the point home. We learn that the true point of life is that it's fleeting. <laughs> and whatever you do, you always end up the same place. And for the Kansas City Chiefs, that this year is winning the Super Bowl, baby. Wow. And Scorsese winning the Oscar. You put some thought into that. I did. Yeah, did that nobody else? Good. That's beautiful. <laughs> did nobody did you, else? Did you watch The Irishman for this? <laughs> it's funny. People complain about the length of The Irishman, but it – it's like the length of a football game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the commercials, of, yeah. And yeah. it's the length of any other Scorsese movie. They're all three and a half hours long. This is not a new thing for people who like these movies. It's just millennials with their attention spans, need to get on their phones. <laughs> yeah, and you binge watch an episode or a season yeah, of three TV, episodes of one show. And there's usually three or four episodes that are completely unnecessary. You people don't know what you want. <laughs> Jamel, do you know what you want? Who do you want to compare the Washington football team to? Or what movie? Um, well, I guess I'll kind of broaden the scope. The Washington <laughs> themselves are World War II. <laughs> <laughs> and this season is Jojo Rabbit. Mm. Oh, yeah. no. The most unnecessary, pointless <laughs> film. We didn't need this take. We had it covered. Uh, the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, uh, I'm rooting for this German child? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess Haskins is good. Uh, he only throws picks, but I should believe in him. Who's Hitler here? 
Oh, definitely. Uh, um, uh, who's the GM? Uh, oh, you're going oh, GM. Bruce Allen. Yeah, Bruce, Bruce Allen. Allen is for sure. No. Who's Dan Snyder? Yeah. Ah, fucking girl. He's also Hitler, man. What the fuck? Yeah, it's two, two Hitler split up. Are you going to cut Bruce these Bruce Allen is dream Hitler and uh, fucking uh, Snyder's the real one. Who's the cute kid? <laughs> the really cute kid. Haskins. His friend. Oh, his man's? Oh, that's Terry Scary Terry, baby. Yeah, Scary Terry. Oh, this Who's is fitting perfectly. He's just getting it popping. He's running around shooting guns. He's, he's the, the only one who can do war. Yeah, he's the star of the movie. See what I'm saying? Secretly the star. All right. Yeah, yeah, Every yeah. time you see him, you're happy to see him. Yeah, yeah. You're like, For oh, sure. this is sweet. But I still More want the movie kid. to be over <laughs> at every moment. You're so right. I was telling I was telling Dan this. We're, uh, we're fellow Jews. The, the, the JoJo <laughs> no, Rabbit. I forgot. I forgot. Oh, we're both. Well, we're between Danny, the two Jewish? of us, we have one and a half Jews. Danny's Jewish? Yeah. I'm My, Jewish. Jojo Rabbit is Green Book for Jews. That's all I'll say. <laughs> did you? Did it make people feel good about being like, I know a Jewish person when it they ma- watch that yeah, movie? It makes, like, it makes like, you know, centrist Democrats feel oh, good, I guess. Am I too political today? <laughs> I don't know. I'm Who trying cares? to make comparisons here. You said centrist. I... <laughs> <laughs> made me feel strange. Doug, what movie... Do the Seahawks remind you? Oh, man, I totally forgot to prepare for this. But uh, right now, uh, what I can think of is, and I haven't seen it, so I can't spoil it, which is great. But it's Uncut Gems are like the Seahawks. Because I watch Good Time, which is also by the Safdie brothers who made Uncut Gems. And it's very intense, and it's intense the entire way through. And I've heard Uncut Gems is the same way. And that's what Seahawks games are like. Even though you think they're in the clear, they're not. The yes. team comes back, and it's a one-possession game, and then we don't get a first down, and they get the ball back with, like, two minutes left, and our defense, who's played shitty the last quarter and a half, has to stop them, and somehow they do. I mean, we did this against the Bengals in game one, and I thought the Bengals, oh, man, the Bengals are going to have a good season. But nope, they're 1-13. And uh, Uncut Gems, you know, also uh, Adam Sandler is um, a wide receiver on the Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> so, how about it? Also, Josh Gordon busted for drugs again today. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. yeah. Are He's we just a, breaking oh this to you? Oh, yeah. Doug, sorry, yeah. to, sorry to let you know. Uh, this is terrible. Josh Gordon's off the team. <laughs> yeah, this podcast, full of spoilers. <laughs> He's arrested for either drugs or selling un- illegal diamonds or whatever. I'm not sure what the new movie is. We're going back to good time for this one. All right. That's all. That's all I have to say about the Seahawks. Good. Okay. Daniel, great. it's your turn. Oh, my God. Um. Okay, so the Eagles remind me of a couple movies. I'm just going to go through them. What? Uh, it's going to be fast, Jamel. Do Relax. It. Come on. This is uh, a contentious pod today. Yeah, it is. Uh, Booksmart, first of all. Mm. We got Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson, our Amy and Molly, the two lead character girls. They think that they're so much smarter than everybody, and they had to spend all their time studying. And everybody was conv- or they themselves were convinced they were going to get into all the best schools and the best places. And then, lo and behold, uh, you didn't have to do that. And it wasn't fucking fun. You didn't have fun the entire high school experience. This season for the Eagles has not been fun <laughs> whatsoever till the very end where they try to cram it all into the last few games, <laughs> which is what the characters in Booksmart do. That's good. Is, uh, yeah, they try to par- cram four years worth of partying into one night, and that's what my team is doing in the last four weeks of the season. Uh, the other one is Dolomite is my name. Carson Wentz is Rudy Ray Moore. And he's just a man who, against all odds, is leading a bunch of fucking people who have no business 
making the play or making this movie. Um, yeah, you guys didn't see that movie. Did you? <laughs> I did. I, did you see Total Fire is my name? Yeah. And I Rudy Ray Moore kind of doesn't know what he's doing either, just like Carson Wentz. No, but he's bringing up a shitty supporting Thank cast you. and Thank making you. them into stars. It's a great comparison. Totally justifies this entire game. <laughs> Wesley Snipes, by the way, is Alshon Jeffrey. Never wanted to be there in the first place. Shit talks to the whole project. But he'll the take the credit at the He'll end. take the credit at the end. He's like, I was on the Super Bowl team. Wait, where do you stand on Carson Wentz? Love the guy. Really? Yeah, I love him. <laughs> We've had a, the, I mean, if if you North had Dakota strong to, baby, if it you had listened to the good. fourteen other podcasts we've done, there's a running <laughs> gag about how Carson Wentz is a secret cuck who likes watching other quarterbacks fuck his team. Oh, it ain't no secret, baby. So if you want to jump in on that, <laughs> at any point. Hey, hey, honey. <laughs> but Dan loves him. I do love Carson Wentz with all his damn heart. Need to just come on traded, man. Hey, Philly front office, if you're listening, you're never going to get a better deal than D.C. We're overpaying for everything. You got five fucking quarterbacks just yeah, sitting, you're good. hanging Whatever out. you want. You're good. We'll give you eight Colt McCoys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the week 16 previews. I can't believe we're already this deep in the season. There's only two more regular season games so left sad. for each team. It is sad. A lot of these teams only have two games left, and that's that's it for your teams. Uh, Jamel's team, unfortunately, that's the case. Mine, we're right yeah. there on the fence. Your, Your guys idea teams. of sadness is different than mine. Is it? Oh, so this is mercy for you. Oh, I feel fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, there's no Thursday game this week. We have three Saturday games mm, this that they week. start I do, doing. I do like the Saturday game. I do, too. Mom's yeah. at the mall. Yeah. You're going to sneak Tampa in a couple Bay's hours. Again. <laughs> it's great. So our first uh, Saturday, 10 a.m., Texans at Buccaneers. Buccaneers, one of the sneaky, most entertaining teams oh, yeah. in the league. For sure. Jameis Winston threw for over 300 yards in the first half and three touchdowns. Finished with like 450, four tugs. Crazy numbers. Tugs? Is that touchdown? That is touchdown. It's, I've heard that it's in a couple offs. places. I now. thought it was jerk-offs. I thought <laughs> yeah. he successfully four jerked tugs. off four times <laughs> at halftime. How did it go? How did this progress? It was t- touchdowns, then TDs, then tuds, then tubs, then tugs? Um, Somewhere in between. Yeah. There's somewhere there. I don't know if one of those words was used, but tugs call, call the has urban been dictionary. around since I've been playing. Uh, and on the Texan side, Carlos Hyde is kind of carrying their load right now. He had 104 yards and a touchdown. Tampa Bay is completely out of it, though. They're right? out of it. They're out of it. They're playing spoiler. Yeah, yeah. Which I think they're Which is like, fun. It I is like fun. It. There's no pressure. Nobody yeah. cares. But also, like you play they, real loose, and and they they're playing great in a in a way. But also, like people keep getting hurt, which is interesting. Yeah. Mike Evans out for the season. Yep. Chris Godwin just got hurt. He's out for the season. He's Jameis is throwing to dudes like Scotty Miller. <laughs> Sounds like he's on a '50s TV show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perryman. Brashad fucking Perryman. Yep. Brashad? Brett Be- Be- Breshad? Bershad? Bruschetta? Bruschetta Perryman. Yeah, that was it. Bruschetta Perryman. Bruschetta Perryman. OJ Howard. This is probably let's see. What's the this is probably the least interesting game of the of the day, and it's between two really inter, inter, uh, entertaining quarterbacks. So I think this is one I, I could even watch, have it on in the background. This feels like Thanksgiving Day, where you just have three games on a random day for no reason. Yeah. This is great. Do the Texans need to win? They do. They, they got to keep the Titans away mm-hmm. to Just keep that four week. seed. Also, there's a great there is a great Thursday night game this week: the Lakers versus the Bucks. Let's Ooh, talk about it. Let's talk Lakers <laughs> Bucks. Oh my God, let's get do out of two here. hours on Lakers Bucks real quick. Uh, I think the Texans are going to win because the one thing that a spoiler doesn't need is a home game. 
Being at home has already sucked all year. Good point. You don't win there. You want, you need the extra chips on your shoulder that only the road can provide. A home game can only throw you off your game. You fucking talking to your baby mama all night. That's ridiculous. Nobody wants to do that. Texans by two tuggies. Jamel, that is <laughs> fucking incredible analysis. <laughs> <laughs> it's starting to make me think we should do these tapings at night more. I'm trying to tell you. Okay, what do they? What do you think the Bucks need to do with Jameis Winston? He's playing really well right now, and he's kind of in a contract year. Do they keep him? They kind I of think have you to. Gotta keep him. You got to keep him. You, yeah. How do you keep him? They're, how do you not keep him? You can't keep a quarterback that you know won't win you the Super Bowl. But there's we like seven that. good you know. quarterbacks. Period. But you know what he's going to do in the playoffs. He's you know what he's going to do to you earlier in the season. You've seen it. How much more information do you need? Not only are you going to keep him on, but you're going to keep paying him. Huge amounts of money to be your quarterback and depleting the rest of your team. You need to fix that defense. This is the most expensive he'll ever be to other teams. You trade his ass and you get some sweet ass action in return. <laughs> teams always wait too long to let it go. You're probably right. You probably are right there. Yeah, you, I, as you sit there with Alex Smith you on your fucking are, roster. You probably, but it's only because he broke his leg in half. And Alex, yeah, is way, and Alex Smith's way older than Jameis, by yeah, the way. Jameis is entering fault. his prime. But Jameis I mean, does seem like a dude who only wins games that don't matter. But that's a that thing. Way. It's a great way to stay employed in the NFL. Oh, he's going to have a job for a long time. He's games. like Vinny Testaverde. Yeah. Yes. Black yeah. Vinny yeah. Testaverde? I wish that was my nickname. Jeff George. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's some some of these guys know how to have fun, but they don't know how to win. What do you do with that? Leave I'm not here Tampa. to have fun. Leave them in Tampa to die. Yeah, Tampa's a great place for him. It is. Oh, yeah. It kind of feels that way. Strip clubs, a zoo. Florida I mean, State Faithful are there to help let's them. Let's go. There's guess, a zoo. Yeah, they got a sick zoo. Next game, Bills at Patriots. Uh, Bills clinched a playoff berth. They're 10 wins this season. First time they've done that since 1999. Um, really wish this congrats, game was Congrats, Bills. Wish this game was in Buffalo. I know. That'd be fun. They already did that earlier, and it was a very close game. Patriots are an all-time low vulnerable. They're vulnerable right now. If so, Patriots lose and Chiefs win, are the Chiefs in? Number two seed, baby. So I am seed? a Bills Mafia this week. <laughs> yeah. oh, you got to jump through a table if you, for real. I'm ready to do that right fucking now. I'm ready to jump through my boss's desk. Let's go. Did you guys see uh, at like three in the morning when the Bills returned home from Pittsburgh in like negative degree temperature, the Bills Mafia was waiting at the airport to greet their heroes and just cheer for these guys on a Sunday night at 3 a.m. They have work in like three hours, and they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Well, everybody <laughs> called out because everybody who was there was also with their boss. <laughs> so I feel like if would. I like to think of matchups as if these two teams were playing in Tecmo Bowl, Super Tecmo Bowl, excuse me. Yeah. Excuse you. For the SNES. And uh, neither of these teams would be fun to play with. <laughs> in Super Tecmo Bowl. I mean, they don't have very many weapons on the offensive end, and that's what makes Tecmo Bowl fun. Um, but I feel like Singletary and Allen, that combination yeah. is better than Brady and no one. Yeah, and don't forget about Smoke Brown, who's pretty good. John yeah. Brown, yes. deep yeah. threat. You've got the makings of something with an offense in Buffalo, and you're on the decline with the Pats. Both defenses, I think it's a push. Yeah. Dude, when so, Allen is when they're inside the ten yard line, they're terrifying. It reminds me of when the Chiefs went direct snap to Kelsey mm-hmm. two weeks ago. Josh Allen is huge. He's a big dude. He will just do a little read option to Singletary and just dive in the end zone. It seems unstoppable. And talking about chips on the shoulders, Love like chips. like 
you know, Tampa Bay and Derek Carr. Of also, course, of course, if of you, course. If you want to bring it back to that. <laughs> oh, oh, my. Oh, me, oh, my. But I feel like Josh Allen also has that. He was kind of the afterthought. Everybody thought that he would suck in the NFL for the first couple of, of years, or at least the mm-hmm. first year. They thought he would suck. And so he's willing to put his body on the line in a way that some of these other draft picks weren't. And I think that's what's kept him relevant and uh, could could actually help him beat the Pats, which would be delicious. Is White out for the Bills this week? The cornerback? Oh, yeah. He played the rest of the game, uh, but he is a little bit hurt. I don't know what his status is. Everybody's hurt. Everybody is hurt. through the pain. Julian Edelman's hurt, which is why you said they have nobody. He had two catches for like nine yards last week. Dog, the Bills are winning this game, and they're going to hit Tom Brady with a dildo. I know they only (laughs) do that in Buffalo like that, but because they made the playoffs, special circumstances are warranted. They should, yeah, let one defensive player carry a huge dildo every game. (laughs) For sure. If there's a gif... Of Tom Brady getting Get, smacked in the face, ooh. slow-mo with a dildo. I'll, uh, <laughs> you, I, will, I will. It's in a I vault somewhere. somewhere and we, yeah, yeah, we yeah. Thank you for being honest. You were going to try to say something funny. You're like, no, I'm just no, going just, to come. I'm just going to come. Do we want to talk about this videotape at all? Do we care? We covered this. New England forfeited the benefit of the doubt last time they did this. This video just seems like a bunch of idiots, but... They what don't are get you they talking don't get, about. It does. It seems like more of their same bullshit. So tired of these guys and they're cheating asses. They think nobody cares. <laughs> What's going to happen to them? Nothing. Why? Oh, they'll, no, For they'll, no reason. There'll be a punishment. Oh, this they'll is, get fined? Who cares? Giselle can pay it. Yeah, the the punishment is going to be a slap on the wrist, but they will Do you think they'd find Giselle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should. Oh man. She oh, man. takes care of all the finances. <laughs> yeah. All right, last uh, Saturday game, uh, night game, Rams at 49ers. Um, Both teams coming off losses. The Rams' season is essentially over unless they win out and the Vikings lose out, which seems unlikely. Niners are fighting for this first-round bye. They kind of – they really need to win this game. Um, Yeah, because Doug Seahawks have the number one seed right now. Yeah. Which is crazy. It's – I – yeah, this game, I have no idea what's going to happen. Well, you think the Niners would play really well after getting beat by the Falcons. Right. But you think they would beat the Falcons, too. Yeah. The Falcons <laughs> have been low-key playing really well yeah. the last few games for no reason. I don't know what's motivating them. I guess it's to keep Dan Quinn in the building, which is like, who gives yeah. a fuck? It's really weird. These last two weeks, they're all divisional games, right? Yeah. And – you kind of never know what's going to happen in some of these divisional games, especially with the Seahawks. Like, the Seahawks always play these last two games of the year really, really close. I mean, they play every game close, but (laughs) especially these last two. Um, Yeah, I I have no idea. I I think the Niners, though, are going to do it. Yeah, there was a minute there where the Niners, after they beat that Saints team um, on the road two weeks ago, where it looked like, okay, this might be the best team in football right now. I know they lost a few close games to, what was it, the Ravens and the, the Seahawks. Seahawks. And then they just kind of drop a weird one at home to the Falcons. And now we have to sit back and kind of say, is this what the, a preview of the playoffs where this Niners team kind of gets in? They don't really look that comfortable at home. I don't know if that's a real home advantage. Home field advantage. I don't know if home field advantage is a big deal anymore as it is because they went into New Orleans and won. But this Niners team... It's going to be fascinating to see how they finish with these last two games. I said it last week that they are they looked vulnerable and potentially could be that team in the playoffs that's just rolling in with huge swagger and then blows it. But 
they lost this one. Maybe it's a wake-up call. Maybe the whole mojo juju is is set back in its correct order, whatever the fuck. The is universe Sherman, is fine again. Is Sherman playing? No, I don't think so. I think he's still out. Mm-hmm. That's an issue. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like they would really benefit from a first-round buy as well because they oh, seem yeah, they're like hurt. they're yeah, getting worn out. But it's a hard – it's a catch-22 at the moment. They feel like the new Chiefs – remember when the Chiefs were just like – or, Mike, I don't want to compare him to the Texans because I feel like a couple of weeks ago I was saying the Texans always make the playoffs and lose. Yeah. It's like a little different than that. But I'm just thinking about, like, classic underachieving. Well, they were they had a the stretch, stretch here where they were the best team. It, did they peak too early, I yeah. guess, is what we're asking. When it didn't yeah. matter at all. I mean, it mattered a little bit. But sort of. less. It mattered to the length of how much we talk <laughs> about them. Yes. But uh, they're not going to do shit and – Fuck it. I got him losing this game, too. Wow. That's 49ers can kiss my ass. All right. I mean, if the Rams hadn't put up that fart this weekend against the Cowboys, I would have said the same thing. But I think the Rams have just packed it in. I, they have nothing to play for now. And Jared Goff isn't very good, and there's some shit they would need to figure out. Jared Goff's it all right. salary, go, they're, they're paying him something like $10 million this year. His yeah. hit goes, jumps to like 30 next year. Yeah. They're going to be paying like five players. They're like 80% yeah. of their yeah. cap. But the Rams aren't completely out of it. They're still they're not. in the They do have hunt. stuff to play exactly. for. They, but it's a So long many shot. things have to happen. I think yeah. the Vikings have to lose both of their next right. two some games other help. and yeah. some other things. I don't know. I mean, what do you what do you feel like if you're the Rams? You feel like winning this game just to show people that maybe you could – you know, to be in the hunt in it's a week football 17. Game. Football players operate on blind faith. They're just like, well, if we just yeah. have to win and then maybe something good will happen. It's a division game. Just like Outback Steakhouse, there's no rules. It's just right. <laughs> Guys, I met Tyler Higby uh, earlier this year, so I'm going to oh, have shit. to go with the Rams on this one because I met a guy who plays for him. Count it. Yeah. Can we get a Tyler Higby uh, nugget insight? Uh, he was a very nice, tall person. Okay. And he he helped with the opening ceremonies of the Special Olympics. Oh, good oh, man. So he's a good person. That's yeah. adorable. Yeah, he's a good person. You should open with that. I mean, just, <laughs> yeah. just the tallness wasn't doing him any justice. Okay, let's uh let's go to the Sunday games. Look, first up, we have a one, you know, one of our one-sentence games that we did last week. Uh, if the two teams have losing records, we don't need to spend much time here. Oh, first game Bengals at Dolphins. Dalton Fitzpatrick Taylor Flores, get on your feet, football fans. It's the NFL on CBS. Oh, we're doing this every week. Yeah, you should have said something different there. <laughs> no, I don't the know. Fa- the facts remain. I feel like that worked. What else am I going to say? I don't know. Fuck this game. One exactly. sentence. That's yeah. all you can say. And fuck that, this fucking game. Fuck this fucking game. It's for the number one overall seed. Good luck to the loser. Yeah. The number. Wait, what game are we talking about? Or the number one overall pick. Oh, Excuse okay. Me. Bengals, <laughs> one overall pick. Bengals at Dolphins. Oh, Bengals at Dolphins. They, uh, is this on Sunday night? Sunday day. <laughs> they didn't flex it, no. weirdly. <laughs> this is a morning game. Uh, yeah, no, I like uh, rooting for Fitzpatrick. Yeah, Boom. he's fun. Okay, moving on. Steelers at Jets. Um, we got to talk about this one because Steelers are still in this race, even though they did, as Danny would say, laid a fart on Sunday night. Uh, Duck Hodges looks fucking terrible. I know he was better than couple farts. What's his face? Um, Mason, Mason Rudolph, Mason but Ramsey, he still uh, is a backup. The Walmart yodeling kid. <laughs> yeah, Mason the yeah. yodeling Walmart kid. Um, <laughs> I still think Steelers are going to come in here and dominate this game and give themselves a chance in Week 17. The Jets uh, suck. 
Whoa, Jamel's going. No, 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 no. You think they're packing the Jamel alarm? Le'Veon Bell. Revenge game. Thank you. Jamel with the angles tonight. Thank you. He's still around, and he's fine. You think Mike Tomlin is going to let Le'Veon Bell just go off? I don't think he's got a choice. (laughs) I think it's just what's going to happen. The Steelers' defense is very good. Okay. All right. The Jets' offense is very bad. Go go boxer one. Put put nine in the box in, and then see what the mono miracle does to you. Wow. I mean, I I would love it if the uh, the Le'Veon Bell game happened and he went off for millions and millions of yards. But on the other side, this is a nice consolation prize. If we don't get the Bills beating the Pats, let's have the Steelers win so they're the sixth seed. So that's my personal interest seeing four interception Dick Hodges come into Arrowhead <laughs> yeah. and lay the yeah, fartiest yeah, that's of shits. True. God, right. Dick Hodges, yeah. great. So man. who's it between coming there? It's going to be Steelers or... I don't want any part of the Titans. Titans, Titans that's scare right. me. Yeah. We have a weird thing with them. They beat us in that sure, playoff sure. game where Marcus Mariota threw a touchdown to himself. Yep. They're set oh. up <laughs> for the playoffs. You got a big quarterback. You got a big running back. You can play in any condition yeah, they, with that. Yeah, I don't want good offensive lines. I feel like that could fuck us. I think the Jets are going to win. Bye. We got some Jets love in the house. Steelers fans. Yeah. Uh, I'm here for the Jets and New York firefighters, baby. Let's go. Uh, Fireman Ed (laughs) will be in the crowd going crazy. All right, next game, Giants at Skins. This is another one-sentence game. Thank you for sighing. I'm just going to do it real fast. (laughs) Don't look at me, Jamal. I'm looking right at you. Manning, Haskins, Shermer, Callahan. Get on your feet, football fans. It's the NFL on Fox. Shouts out to Cletus. Uh, This game, I just want to give a shout-out to my brother, Jawan. I remember a few seasons ago we went to a Giants-Skins game in Eli's heyday, and my brother spent the entire mile-long walk from the train station antagonizing Giants fans, and then Eli Manning proceeded to drop 52 points on us. On a Monday night game, it was the worst game I ever saw. Honorable mention to Skins Philly last year. Second worst game. Yes. Honorable, honorable mention to Skins Chiefs two seasons before that. The actual worst football game I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, uh, any Urban Meyer thoughts? Sorry, I know we're not supposed to spend spend much time here. I caught him doing a finger, giving a middle finger. It was like he was like, he was doing a bit with Alex Smith where he was like putting a finger up someone's butt. <laughs> Look for the screenshots of that. I don't like these college coaches, man. They're too cavalier. You know, they <laughs> they come in with their swagger and shit, and then they they bomb out in the NFL. They're not they're not pros like these NFL sh- guys should. Oh, be. Oh, Urban, he was at the Redskins game. Yeah. Right. Oh man. Hanging I out. have I have PTSD, post traumatic spurrier disorder. Yeah, you don't want that. Deep cuts. <laughs> I think I gave up my one sentence, but I will just say, happy trails, Eli Manning. You're the best quarterback ever that we all get to make fun of. That's true. <laughs> Doug, you got a sentence on that game? Redskins by 35. Let's go. Whoa. I like that. Would you rather end the season with a couple wins or a couple losses? Nah, beating Eli is always fun. It doesn't matter. All That'll right. be fun. But Yeah, keep him below come. 500 yeah. for his career. He'll come in and have a good game, I'm sure. Last home game this uh, of the season for the Skins. Okay, uh, next game we got Panthers at Colts. Another one-sentence game. I was going to say do Kyle Allen, but I think it's going to be Will Greer, Jacoby Brissett, Fuel, Reich, and that Perry Fuel interim head coach. A lot of new people on the Panthers. It's hard <laughs> to do this thing. But get on your feet, football fans. It's the NFL and CBS. <laughs> I, I love a Jewish owner. That's all I'll say. Yeah, facts. Colts really sputtering out to end the year. 
Um, Cam Newton, come on the pod. That's my one sentence. (laughs) (laughs) What we got next? All right, Ravens at Browns. Oh, Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. Doug, get in there. I have no sentences for that game. (laughs) It's a zero sentence game. (laughs) Splice that in. It's great, yeah. Okay, Ravens at Browns. Um, Browns season is over. They have uh, clinched another losing season, I guess you could say. No winning seasons in the decade. I think in this wow. century. Yeah. I don't think it's happened since before no, no, 2000. They had one. They, had one they in made 04. the playoffs with when Derek Anderson was yeah, quarterback, I think. Ooh, you might be right. Yeah. No, I only know this because I hung out with Peter Moses' sad ass. He's yeah, still watching Browns games at like, 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 like brunch. You feel me? Like yeah. out with his lady with the Browns game. Ooh. Like, you got to let that go, man. And what? I love sports. 2002. Yeah, it was 2002. Hey, my uh, my sister um, was in Seattle one time, and I was probably like 12 years old. She came she came back from Seattle with Bernie Kosar's autograph. <laughs> no no shade, For honestly. Me. No bull. Bernie Kosar, one of my favorites yeah. ever. I remember seeing him on American Gladiators, and he kicked ass. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> Against Malibu. Jewish Hall of Fame. That's true. Along with, isn't Test? No, he's a... Uh, no, nah, everybody just think he is, but yeah. they're both hairy guys. Yeah. Hairy. Have you <laughs> have you noticed in Cleveland there's a whole "come get me" movement? Have you noticed all of the players? They did it with Odell, and then now Jarvis Landry when he was arguing with Freddie Kitchens. People are yelling from the Browns team, yelling to the other sidelines of the teams that they're oh. playing, "Come get me!" Saying, Save "I want me. out of Cleveland." I'm available. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's a whole movement. A, like multiple players, it was reported, did it last week. Jarvis Landry was the one who they actually named. And then Odell the week before. Like, they just fucking put this team together. All Everybody they, just started feeling hope. All they got to do is hang on until Cam shows up, man. Yeah, they got a ditch. Yeah, they got a There's two Mayfield already you're getting rid of? Hell yes. yeah. You can't do what? that. What? He's fine. The dude's in eight different Dr. Pepper ads. He doesn't even he's need the He's way money. worse than Jameis Winston. It's, of course he's bad, but you can't get rid of him. It's too early. You can't do it. You're, you'll lose all nah, faith in your whole system. Nah, you got to get that schmuck off. Yeah. Get him off the books right now. Wow. You're And I hope Peter Moses doesn't continue to listen to this podcast. He seems like he'll he's slit a, throat. a future <laughs> Redskin. Oh, he, he feels like great. that. He would look great going, going 5 and 11 for us. He would look <laughs> real good. I love you're just willing to take anyone's trash. Yeah. You have a trash. team. You have quarterbacks. Well, what I want is Carson Wentz. And we missed our shot. We should have got it's him. It's not going to happen now. We had him last year. We could have got him. But the Ravens are going to If I was the goddamn blow GM. him out. The Ravens lost to the Browns earlier this year. I know. So, so this so is a kind of a their last statement game then they're going to shut it down the next week yeah the ravens are not going to lose another game until the afc championship game they just they figured something out about the running Chiefs? the ball is that what you're planning on hey that's what i believe in mm. my soul and not only do i believe that i also believe we're coming out with the dub like we did earlier this year and the year before that mm. market mm. and uh sorry to bring this back to basketball but uh my br- my friend brian and i used to have a theory about the nba <laughs> That uh, you can't have too many MMI guys on your team, which are me, myself, and I guys. It'll just oh, yeah. ruin your team. And this is the first NFL team I can remember just having way too many MMI guys just on the team, where they just care so much about their own shit. It never. I mean, look, well, that's just what is, is what it appears to no, me. This is what happens. This is this is the thing. This is the problem with winning. 
Guys who have won their whole life, they can't handle losing. Yeah. Who on this if team has the won team, their whole life? Dog, I'm just every, saying in every general. Pros, yeah. Every oh, as in like they've always sports. been good at yeah. their yeah. sport. Yeah. You've yeah. been you've been heralded since you were like ten. So it's tough to deal with this tough shit. Tough to deal with. I won out of New York. We don't win. I'll go make a super team in Cleveland. Oh my God, it isn't working. The the first year. What am I what am I gonna do? I gotta start bitching. <laughs> don't you think the amount of money and the the inequality between between like the highest paid players and the league minimum, it's got to make for I don't know it, uh, less cohesive teams. <laughs> if we're sitting here and uh, I was getting paid twenty thousand dollars to do this podcast, uh-huh. and uh, for some reason you were getting paid two dollars to do the same yeah. show, I'm not sure you would uh, have the same enthusiasm that I would. You would have you to at least write a real joke for the opening. <laughs> hey man. Kenyon Drake, get out of here. <laughs> That's good stuff. All right, that was like a, a forty sentence game. Yeah, I know. Okay, uh, you didn't one even say who you think was going to win. Oh, well, I, it's the Ravens. I mean, the Ravens are such win. an obvious. Sick. Lamar Jackson broke books. Vic's record uh, for single season rushing. Uh, that was awesome. And uh, next game is Jags Falcons. It's a one sentence game. Even though the Falcons are begging to be taken out of this this uh, delineation, I don't know what you want to call them. Like. But, uh, Danny, you want to go with a one-sentence game? Just two weird teams, both still frisky, still alive and kicking, and you got to wonder why. I guess whoever wants to keep kicking, go ahead and take the W. <laughs> We're playing for contracts. Go Falcons. Yeah, I'm going for, I'm going with the Jags. I think Minshew is auditioning for a starting position somewhere in the league, and he's going to play his ass off. Minshew. Now, would you take that, Jamel? Gardner Minshew as a Washington Redskin. Yeah. <laughs> Anything. Anything. I'm just going to start. Any, yeah, Dwayne Haskins is the, the Skins quarterback. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> I'll tell you, like, I need six quarterbacks. <laughs> Minshew, Ryan, Marone, Quinn. Get on your feet, football fans. It's the NFL and CBS. Saints at Titans, last early game. Um, we have Jamel's Tennessee Titans, who kind of hit a road, like a bump in the road, but they're still frisky and uh, I mean, can do anything. They had to lose at some point, right? They still almost won that game. If there's exactly. a little bit more time, they might have won. Well, you know, they kind of ran out of time at the end. They had a terrible first half. Yeah, who knew the Texans' defense had it in them? Who saw it coming? In the end, they woke up, and this is what you're gonna have to deal with for the rest of the year, baby. Teen Titans, tighten up. Saints right now are currently winning 27-0 on Monday Night Football. We don't know what the final score of that's gonna be, but uh, they're just seems, kicking some ass. Seems like they're doing well. They're gonna win. <laughs> I really hope that I'm, I'm annoyed now that this, I'm seeing that the Saints are going into Tennessee for this game because they're just so dominant at home. And I really want to chalk this up for, for L for the Titans. But if the Saints don't play as well as they usually do when they're playing at home and they kind of eat some shit, the Titans could take advantage of that. And then we're going into a Week 17 scenario where the Titans are back in. I don't like it. It makes oh, well. me feel like, like Seahawks weird. You know, <laughs> stress. You know, Danny, uh, we looked at a lot of tape on uh, the Saints there, and uh, Drew Brees is a little too old to be playing outside. <laughs> he does his best work inside of an oxygen tank. We're looking forward to a great defensive showing, and I may have a heart attack. <laughs> Mike uh, Rabel. Yeah, Doug, Coach Mike Rabel joins the show sometimes, and he's just one of yeah. the super fans. Just in from- and out. From SNL. Oh, just kinda, I was wondering who that guy who walked in was. He just dropped in from the ceiling, Mission yeah. Impossible style, and then booped out. Yeah, no, he's very strong, uh, <laughs> and he's got lots of wires. 
All right, afternoon games, Raiders versus Chargers. This is a one-sentence game. Carr, Rivers, Gruden, Lynn. It's the NBA. It's, it's the, the NBA, NBA on TNT. TNT. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it is the NBA. This might as well be a basketball game. I want to see Philip Rivers courtside at a game soon. Hell yeah. That's my sentence. Yeah. With a, uh, with a bottle of Pellegrino. I don't know. If people are throwing nachos at Derek Carr, they need to be throwing, like, full-on plates of spaghetti at Philip Rivers. <laughs> like, something hotter and messier. Because that guy really sucks now. Change the stakes on the Chargers games. Whenever the Chargers lose, Philip Rivers should have to get rid of a child. It angers That's me. Great. The analysis is so good to know. He's got so many kids. That Give we live away. in L.A., we get three football games on our local channels every week. For some reason, not four. And one of them is always the Chargers game. Ugh. It's terrible. That was the that was an unanticipated horrible subplot of the Chargers moving to Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> is that now they black out great games for their stupid dick asses. It's true. <laughs> it is true. All right, next game Lions at Broncos. Blau, Locke, Patricia, Fangio. Get on your feet football fans it's the NFL on TBS. Oh, it's man, my only this, sentence every time. This game. Is this a one-sense game or a zero-sense oh, this game? Is a, you can go zero if you want. Yeah. Moment um, of silence. I think the Lions are going to win this one. Whoa. Whoa. Boy, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I thought Drew Locke was all right, even though he sucked against us, but he was all right. I did, for the first time, actually feel some empathy for a division rival when I listened to sad Von Miller. He was very sad. He is sad. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what happened. How did we get here? I've never heard a football guy talk like that. It was Well, you it was don't very have depressing. Peyton Manning anymore. That's what happened here. You lost a Hall of Fame quarterback. They're bitching like they're like like they haven't they didn't win the Super Bowl like for 5 years. Five years. I mean, yeah. fuck you. You 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 just won the Super Bowl 4 years ago, like 5 years before that. You're fucking spoiled. Don't be a little baby. Yeah, they put you on TV shows like Crashlights. See, that's right. How we, long we've is met Flacco's contract. Is his Flacco? Oh God. He they pro- I think Couple he's years. only think one two, year, one or two years. Yeah. They can get him out of there this year. They need to get Elway out of there. <laughs> that's a sentence. I love it. I love that Locke played well enough those other two games to where he's going to be in the division for another two years. Thank you, Elway. <laughs> All right. Ne- Next game, Cardinals at Seahawks. Oh, boy. Let's talk about it. I think uh, this game is going to be very close. Um, <laughs> and the Seahawks defense is pretty decimated. And I have a feeling they're going to arrest some of the guys that are questionable this week, like Clowney and Bobby Wagner, um, to make sure that they're good to go for the Niners game, if need be. Because even if the Seahawks lose this game, right, and the Niners – when they're well, if the Seahawks and Niners both lose, I think the Seahawks have it clinched, right? If you lose, then you're ten and four, or no, eleven and four, because you're eleven and, and three now. So you're eleven and four. The Niners could win and be twelve and three, but then you beat them, you have both tiebreakers. Right, right, right. Yeah, Doug, can yeah. we get in, like a encapsulation of how you felt this whole season? I know there've been close games. Is this where you expected the Seahawks to be? Are they better, worse, or kind of right where you thought? They have more. W- it's kind of right where I thought performance-wise, but they have more wins than I thought they would have. I thought they were going to be 9-7-ish and seven-ish this year. But they are really – I mean, Russell Wilson is a strange person. <laughs> yes, he is. Um, 
but he is a lot of fun to watch, and I'm glad that he's on my team. I like having sure. you here for this conversation, too, because we talked about this a few weeks ago. Russell Wilson's mic'd up and Ooh. how, how oh, weird yeah. and tame it was. Hey, DK, that was a nice catch. You're a nice boy. <laughs> <laughs> I really I really like that catch. Let's go back to the sidelines. What do you say? We said, it, we said it was like a cutscene character in, a, in like a PlayStation 2 game. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> just like monotone, the same shit every time. Good job. All right. Nice touchdown, fellas. <laughs> it's almost refreshing to have a quarterback like that. The weird, like the godhead who went, who was homeschooled, who just yeah. does nothing but football. He's a machine. Mahomes is a little bit, he's not like, he's not like that much of a dork, but Mahomes also kind of has those canned answers, talking yeah. about like getting better each week and whatever. Right. He, he just kind of leans on the cliches a little bit too much. You don't know who the real guy is. I will say, I, I was a writer on the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Sports Awards. Hosted by Russell Wilson. Brag. Big brag. Sorry I didn't put that in my intro <laughs> next time. Uh, and he, we did a table read with him, and uh, he was not even close to understanding anything we had written. Oh. But he put in the work. He worked <laughs> hard. Like, he worked hard to understand it. He worked with our DJ, Jay Boogie. Uh, to get <laughs> directly to get, to get the uh, host copy down, and he nailed it on the day. He's clutch, that guy. There's just those guys who like they just see everything as like a as like a a problem that can be solved with yeah. just perseverance and hard work. And I hate those types of people. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so annoying. Like, just you have to. Oh, I get it. So you just have to work at it, and then everything you can learn Spanish. I don't think so. Some people are just. Some people just have the gene where they, they like to fuck around and yeah. then ace the tests on the last day. I mean, you know, it's annoying when people try to put in the work. Kyler Murray's going to go for over 300. That's my prediction. Kyler Murray and Cliff King Klingsbury. Kingsbury? Klingsbury? Kingsbury. But it is a weird tongue twister. Yeah. Uh, that also, team... what's his middle name, by the way? Is it a K? Oh, ooh. Could get dangerous. <laughs> Clay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking it up. Um, that team has completely overperformed, and I think, um, you know, they're worth acknowledging that they've had a good season. I think they won their fourth game last week. They have a tie. Their offense is the is really scary at well, times. Uh, wait, it's Cliff with a K? Yes. However, Cliff Timothy Kingsbury, unfortunately. But oh, man. if his name was Biff, then he could be BTK. Mm. BTK, what? Find, torture, kill. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, you're giving me serial killers? <laughs> All right, I'm next... just trying to make him bad. I just want to put a well, stain on also, him. Also, if his middle name was Keith, he would be KKK. That's what I'm saying, man. I was trying yeah. to get him dead to rights. I was trying to cancel his ass with a K. <laughs> well, that would be his parents' <laughs> fault. Like his parents nah, it'd still be his fault somehow. Uh, <laughs> all right, next game. Last, uh, late, last afternoon game, Cowboys at Eagles. This is for the NFC East crown. Please have your moment. I mean, what is there to say? There's nothing some, to say. Well, you know you the stakes. I think you know. You know the stakes. You know you what know. what this means to me, to my family, to my well-being, to my relationships, to my work uh, output. This means fucking everything. I will be destroyed if we lose this game. It'll ruin my trip. It'll ruin my holidays. It's oh. right before Christmas. Are you going to the game? I'm not going to the game. But I, 
kind of want to because I am flying to New York that morning, and I've been looking at ways to just go to Philly instead. You, you don't want to go to that game. <laughs> no, I'm I want to go to that you, game. The, the, the Cowboys played pretty well in this last game. You guys barely edged out the Redskins. Yeah. You and might you might not want to throw away some money <laughs> yeah. that you could use for some sad gambling. Over barely the beat us. Barely beat the Giants. Now you have a football team that is almost actually good. You barely beat two actually trash teams. Barely you know wearing, very well. Yeah. Now you're playing a team that is almost actually good. Uh, well, they didn't barely beat us last game. They beat us 37 to 10. It was an ass whooping. I think our players are taking that a little personally. This team feels differently now. Well, because you got 12 different dudes out there. Yeah. It, I, there's actually a lot of different players on the field now. than the, And all technically should be worse on paper, but they're good playing help. better. You're right. Good yeah. help. I think life is a collection of extreme experiences. And, and being disappointed in Code person would, would be a nice addition to the collection. Every game I've nice? gone to at the link – the Eagles have won. I've not been to a loss. I've been to all victories. Well, I feel like if I wound well, up there, need, yeah, need, I would be the little thing that they needed to be pushed over the edge. Your, uh, get on a flight right now. I just hope when Dak runs in that final option play oh, to win it in overtime that the camera pans to you, <laughs> ripping up your tickets and pouring nachos on your own head. I mean, playing in Philly is tough for anybody. Damn, this one's this is going to be exciting. It's a tough game. The tough the Cowboys not just in most skill position groups. I mean, their running backs are better, their receivers are better, their O line is healthier. It's that one's kind of a draw, but they're healthier. Why Wait, have you guys not signed Des Bryant? Answer, I don't know. I mean, he's who's going to tweet if he's on our team? I mean, he's he's a great tweeter. Um, I think our quarterback is better. Yes, you, um, I think our defense yeah. is suspect, but you, we'll see. You think Carson Wentz is better than Dak Prescott? I think we all believe that's I what I believe that. in my yeah. heart. Uh, I just think Carson Wentz is garbage. Wow! Whoa! Can you walk in here with that? <laughs> wow! On this Man. show, on this they week of weeks, should have kept Foles. <laughs> These are Foles truthers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, this is turning into a real high stakes game for Dan Hardigan. Interesting. I'll leave it with this: everything is on the line for this game, including a piercing in my nether regions. That's right. Get on your feet, football fans. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Prince Albert on Monday Night Football. How do you think uh, De Niro in Silver Linings Playbook is feeling about this game? Oh, uh, he's he's going to have a heart. <laughs> he's going to die watching this game. It's Hell not going to yeah. be good. Hell yeah. Um, okay, Sunday night. Oh, God. Fucking please. I don't mm, have a higher power or anything. Flex it, please, just, Don't flex that. They can't flex it, but let's go. Um, I'm going to be... I'd land and the game starts in an hour. You know how long it takes to just get fucking into New York City. It's, I'm going to be scrambling to find a place to find this game. I'm gonna be, it's going to be a very stressful Sunday is all I'm trying to say. And I'm also trying to well, brag. You could watch it on your phone. I could, but I'm uh, going to find on your a, way to wherever you're. I'm, I'm sure I'll have a way to pull it up. Yeah. Sunday night, Chiefs at Bears. Um, I don't know. Let's start with the Bears. I think they're eliminated. No, they're seven and seven. They're seven and seven. They are officially yeah. eliminated. Mitch Trubisky complained about his coaching staff in his press conference after the game, which is just a hilarious move mm, because they've apart. probably been bitching about him all year behind closed doors. And then he goes and says, they need to be calling better plays, roll me out more, yada, yada. Now, I think Wentz is way better than Trubisky. Yeah. Give me some Wentz love. These are facts. I'll tell you who else is better than Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. 
drafted only eight <laughs> picks after with no trade up to the second pick. We did trade up. Whatever. Better quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. We're on a roll. We're going to dominate everybody for the rest of the season. We'll see what happens in the playoffs. But the the best part about this game is that they did not flex it out of the night spot so I don't have to go to some shitty sports bar and sit there and pay a bunch of money to watch us kick the ass off of some shitty AFC, AFC West team. <laughs> these uh, These Bears, they're probably better on defense than I imagine. They're probably decent on offense. And we're just going to smoke them. We're, we're just on a roll right now. Do you want to talk about Suggs at all? We the defense has not given up more than 20 points in four straight games. The defense is good, ladies and gentlemen. They are good. Take, take all those misconceptions that you have, those preconceived notions about our defense being crappy, and throw them up your butt because we are dominating people <laughs> on both sides. We got Terrell Suggs. We lost Alex Okafor for the season. You guys probably don't know him, but he was a decent end, rushing yeah. end. We just picked up Ter- Terrell Suggs. Double move, taking him away from the Ravens where he wanted to go, forcing him to play for us against the Ravens in the AFC Championship game. There's going to be some fun mojo going on with that, too. I'm just, I mean, we are a far cry from tanking the season. We are going to win it all. I've completely flip-flopped my whole personality on this. Terrell Suggs can't be the thing. He is going to save it, it us. Be the thing. He's going to save our that side of the line, at only least. if he's doing sex scenes. That's the only thing that's going to say. I what Josh should have him do is just film sex scenes for the jumbotron. Don't let him play. You don't need him. <laughs> what What are you talking about, sex scenes? You don't remember his sex scene from Ballers? I don't watch Ballers. Come on, man. A- episode two of Ballers. It was him and the Rock. Him and the Rock get into a fight <laughs> and then have sex. Whoa. You don't remember that? I'm watching Ballers now. Come on. You know who remembers it. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. <laughs> it's the NFL on HBO. Get on your feet. Okay. No All right. Sorry. Monday night football game. Packers at Vikings. I think it's the last Monday night game of the year. Farewell to Booger and and, uh, and crew. Please give them a nap. Joe uh, Tessator. And Joe Tessator. Tess. Uh Aaron Rodgers, just okay. Aaron Jones, just okay in that game. But they're going to get a bye. Do we be- does anybody believe in this Packers team? They have a no. first-year head coach. And they're going to get a bye in the playoffs. I don't think they're winning. Ga- they're winning a lot of games. Nobody's scared of them. I mean, you're a Seahawks fan. Are you scared of them, Doug? Are you scared no, of the Packers? No, I'm not scared of the Packers uh, or the Vikings. The Eagles really. beat the Packers in Green Bay this year. I would love to go back. But Matt Moore beat the Vikings. They can't be that good. I'm more scared of yeah, either the Eagles or the Cowboys for some reason. The Cowboys. Well, the, it these, just seems like they because one of these teams is going to have hot to get, game. One of these teams is going to have to be hot going into that game. And it doesn't seem like the Packers have had any great games this year. They've just sort of squeaked them all out. That's true. Squeakers don't matter. Dubs is dubs. Dubs is dubs. When That's the true. Vikings are good, they can be good. I yeah. mean, all of the all of the pieces are there. Like Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook. You know, you got Stephon Diggs. You, Kirk Cousins is pretty good. The O line's better. The defense is supposedly good. Why aren't they better? I just don't understand it. Is Cook playing? Cook's week? playing. Yeah, I mean, He's I got right. they they had a thing where they could they didn't have everybody on the field at the same time, and then when they were all on on the field, uh, Kirk Cousins was just acting like a baby. Yeah, there you know? was an early season subplot where like the whole team was mad at Kirk Cousins. Remember yeah, that? Because he was like, I I am I imagine it's something wife related. <laughs> no lady know. nagging him at home yeah. shaking a rolling pin at him yeah yeah 
have nothing. I got nothing. But look, the Vikings are going to win as long as Stefan Diggs gets to wear his Friday cleats. Woo, those were nice. Had on big worm cleats That's with hair cool. rollers over the shoelaces. Yep. Everybody's oh, wow. playing for a cause. He's playing for getting paid. <laughs> his cleats just said the word playing with my money is like playing with my emotions. People are playing for like ALS. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, and I love him. Go Vikes. I think we all like the Vikings in this game. All right, let's uh, let's get to our mailbag. You've got mail. Um, Thank you so much for uh, for writing in. You continue to send mail. It's uh, it's sitting here in a huge burlap sack this week, and we're just gonna take a couple of pieces off the top, and we'll see how many we could get to one each. Sure. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't really get uh, like a letter. I got a package. Oh, cool. Got a big box. Um. It just says, hey, bro, can you hold this for me? I got the heat on me. No name, no nothing. Uh, but then I open it, and it's a pound of weed. Is this Josh Gordon? Sending I don't you know who sent it. There's no name. <laughs> this is some weed. Now I got to keep it. What's it smell like? <laughs> it smells sort of like, I don't know. Stick your nose in there. Like clam chowder? <laughs> what is that? What is that scent? Well, it's pretty weedy. It's coming from the Northwest. Yeah. Weird. Mm. Or New England. Or New England. We don't. I don't know yeah. when. There's no date on this box. I don't know when it was sent. All it says is, "Hey, bro, I got the heat on me right what now." What are you gonna do with this box? I mean, I'm gonna hang out. <laughs> I don't play football. All right, I'm going to grab a letter. Uh, this one is from Joe Burrow, quarterback of the uh, LSU. Wow. It reads, hi, sorry we love football. I need your help. Can you help me create a controversy so I don't get drafted by Cincinnati? Maybe I say that I hate Tigers and that team name scares me, but damn it, I just played for the Tigers at LSU, so that's not going to work. All right, well, go with me on this. What if I just say that I have a tiny, little, microscopic dick and leak a few fake pictures to TMZ? Do you guys think an NFL team would draft a man with a baby dick number one overall? I don't either. Please let me know if you think this is a good idea. Signed, Joe Burrow. I think dick size does matter to the fans. I do too. Yeah. I think if everyone knew this guy had a, a little pebble dick, yeah. they the teams might not want to draft him. You get that, that info to Mel Kuyper? Yeah. <laughs> it's Your always, draft grade goes yeah. down? It's always my favorite part of the combine. <laughs> The Look, no one wants to go play for you the have Bengals. To do the vert with your dick out. Yeah, people they don't air it, but uh, yeah. yeah, combine after dark. <laughs> for sure, it's the combine on Showtime. <laughs> get on your dicks, football fans! All right, Dan, you got a letter? I do, I do. Uh, here we go. Go to the bottom of the bag. Hey guys, love the show. I feel I have to address the controversy around my use of the R word, aka retarded. As I said in my apology, that word's a neighborhood thing. People back home throw it around all the time. Someone would do something funny, you'd call them the R word, then you'd have a laugh with your N words and go watch the L word. Okay. You mean to tell me that we've become so PC nowadays that I can't call my wife the C word or my dog the B word or my agent the K word? Oh. You can all S word my D word. But if I have to clean up my language to get back in the league, then so be it. Because this cornerback only cares about one thing, the I-N-T word, internment for Japanese people. Whoa. Whoa. Signed, Denoris J-Word Jenkins. 
Oh, the J word got J-word. dropped for the first time on the show. <laughs> Welcome to New Orleans, uh, Janoris. I think that's the team that picked him up. Amazing stuff. A lot of words on that in that letter that yeah. we cannot say on this show. Yeah, yeah. My favorite, the P word. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, my turn for a letter. Sure, here, sure. Let me just grab one here. Scoop one out. All right. Oh, hey, uh, dear podcast guys. Uh, I like your podcast and everything, but I'm kind of looking for something else. Are there any uh, other NFL podcasts you could recommend? <laughs> None. There are no other NFL podcasts. I think Terry Bradshaw's got a thing. Yeah, you could probably throw letter. on. Yeah, just him kind of scared alone in a room. You can listen to that. <laughs> that Fox. with his shingles. Yeah. <laughs> that Fox show. What's it called? Fox Game Day or whatever. Yeah, Fox NFL oh, yeah. Game Day. It is so bad. And, like, none of those guys are likable. I think there's people who like, there's like 20% of the population can stand Jimmy Johnson, 20% can stand Terry Bradshaw, and they've collected all the 20%ers together. But they don't create one cohesive whole. Yeah, you got to get Terry out of there, get Gronk full time. Come on, let Terry go to sleep. Final thoughts? Let's start with you, Jamel. You got a final thought this week? Uh, I love you. I love all three of you. Thanks for doing the show. Uh, fans, thank you for listening. Uh, Mom, I'll be home soon. Uh, and please turn this show off right now. Because <laughs> Doug's going to say something crazy. Doug, you got some final thoughts? <laughs> uh, thanks for in your face. Doug, thanks for being on the show tonight. <laughs> yeah, I think we've all learned uh, that I am death to podcasts. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> Everything I say, no matter how excited I say it, it sounds real monotone and dry, and I apologize for that. Thank people God like Mrs. Johnson shit. didn't hear that. There's, fucking, there's British people making TV every fucking day. You could be dry, man. All right. Danny, you got any final thoughts? I just, uh, you know, I thought it was cool that the Ravens did that interactive, like, uh, you know, mixed reality thing at their stadium where a giant raven flew oh, over the cool. field. Looked pretty badass. I think every NFL team should figure out what they want to do with that. I think Jamel's and ours would probably be a little racist, yeah. but we can get some writers on that. We'll so work extra long on ours. So you're saying the Jaguar that was propelled down into the stadium didn't have to do that? The practical stunt they did earlier this year? Get a fake Jaguar, man. Yeah. You can make it 10 times bigger if it's a fake one. I think the guy they risked should, his life. I think they should have a winged Minshew flying <laughs> over the stadium. Oh, my God. Just a mustache? Yeah. yeah. Just a flying mustache. Yeah. yeah. That'd be hard. Uh, my final thought is sitting here watching this Monday night game. Uh, Drew Brees just broke the all-time touchdown passes record. He has 541. Tom Brady has 538. They're both still playing. Is this like a Sosa McGuire thing? Do we give a shit? They are both on PEDs, and I hate them both. Yeah, they're both cheaters. Well, at least one of them is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Drew Brees cheated on his wife or something. Yeah, he, that counts. Fuck yeah. sex workers or something. Yeah, He's something, got a secret. Yeah, That's something. the it's those quiet ones for sure. <laughs> With the weird birthmarks. That's actually our buddy <laughs> how, how our buddy you? Zach Sims <laughs> likes to say that's where God kissed him. <laughs> uh, well, on that note, uh, thanks for listening, and we're sorry. Sorry. Lo siento. The end. Don't say sorry in the microphone. Sorry. <laughs>